This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. We'll be right back with the Drastic Fanatic discussing someone leaving town. Only <laughs> in Miami. You tired of paying big law firms three to five hundred dollars per hour for standard corporate legal services? Call the Business and Real Estate Law Group at 800-398-6795. Have you thought about hiring an in-house attorney but don't have the budget to justify it? Visit our website at brelawyers.com and see how we can protect your business without breaking your bottom line. At the Business and Real Estate Law Group, we serve small businesses throughout Florida from our offices in Dade and Palm Beach County. Flat fees are available for most transactions. So call 800-398-6795 to speak directly with one of our experienced attorneys. Again, that number is 800-398-6795. Or you can visit our website at brelawyers.com. That's B as in boy, R as in Richard, E as in Edward, lawyers.com. Get the service, value, and peace of mind your business deserves from the attorneys at the Business and Real Estate Law Group. This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. Thank you for so much for joining us tonight. We're here with Tuan, the Drastic Fanatic, and Jose El Rey. Happy Bastille Day, Grant. Oh, thank you. Happy Bastille Day to you too, Jose. What a great day. I, that's really all that's going on in sports, huh? That's it. How about Only those thing. Mets? 
What about them? Hot team going into the All-Star break. Yeah? Who'd they sign? No, they just spanked uh, Miami <laughs> Miami Marlins a little bit on the way into the break. Yeah, so... That's the big story in sports right now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is the big story in sports. Everybody's been talking about the Marlins <laughs> for the last three weeks entirely. Where are they playing today? They still no, play home here? home run derby right now. <laughs> well, that's right. That's right. Well, you know, that's that's actually Marlins' specialty. Yeah, Giancarlo's in there tonight. Giancarlo's getting ready. I saw the Marlins tweeted a picture of him already. So... I hear you guys came all the way down here just to talk about the Knicks being cap-strapped for the next season. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> we're here to talk it? about... Luau Dang. Luau Dang, yes. That's what we're here to talk about. Yeah. We got Silence him. from the gallery. We landed. Emphasis it. on the dang. <laughs> <laughs> well, so okay. what happened, Grant? What's going on? Talk to us about Heat Nation, the state of what's going on in Heat Nation right now. Because well, I haven't heard that much outrage, and I'm shocked. You know why? Uh, people always felt that LeBron could go. I mean, he said it. He said, you didn't hey, feel I, that I way, though. You didn't feel yeah. that way for one I, second. I listened to last week's show. You were you were pretty confident he was going to steal secrets from other teams and <laughs> we're, we're bring it back shocked. to Riley. I mean, listen, man, we're all pretty shocked that this guy would pretty much say, uh, heck with it, I'm going to go back to the, the Comic Sans writer. You know, I mean, I, I'm shocked. What about you, Jose? I'm, Are you? I'm not too surprised. I'm really? I'm not too surprised, yeah. Regardless of what the media was saying a week ago, or I guess it was just, just a few days ago, um, you know, I figured that other teams were going to present him with offers that he was going to find at some level more attractive than what he had here. And, uh, and that's what happened. I'm not shocked. I'm not upset. Uh, as far as LeBron goes, thank you very much. I mean, it was the best four years of basketball that I've seen as a Heat fan. That's uh, the best titles. four years of basketball I've seen, period. I mean, I yeah. was a, a kid when the Lakers and the Celtics were, you know, doing their thing when, when the Celtics last made it to four. No, it was the Lakers last made it to four in a row, right? Or Celtics, did both Celtics. Them? It was the Celtics. Yep. Um, you know, I'm just surprised that LeBron would walk away from a team that could go to the fifth one in a row. Even if well, you don't look, win if, it at this they, point, five in a row won, is a big mark. If they would have won, he's still here. Agree or disagree? I agree. Yes, he, he would still be here, I think. What do you think, Tom? Yeah, probably. But what does it say that he never even met the head coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers and he took it? So there's got to be more to it. This is what it says to me, all right? It says to me that his family bent his ear, and that was it. And his handlers. And his handlers, my God. I Those mean, guys his handlers were the kings are... of Cleveland, and now they're back to... <laughs> Yeah, they are the kings of Cleveland once again. I mean, I think it points out a fact, though, that that is puzzling. I mean, he says, you know, he said four years ago he wanted to chase championships, and yeah. we believed him. And he said it even this year, and we still believed him. But going forward, what can you really believe about what he says? I mean, he really was like, I'm dedicated. LeBron said, I want not one, not two, not three, not Stop four. Stop right there. <laughs> yeah, and and now he's like, I want family, I want home, I want to finish my. I career. want my but, reputation back. I yeah, think. That's what I, I think, think really that's what it was. I but, think that. But he already got his reputation back. Not winning two rings, man. Nah, he wanted to be liked. LeBron wanted to be liked. He wanted to be liked. He's still he's still villainized in the rest of the country. It was the so only way for him to get it back. So he yeah. he really wanted to be liked by these people. That's it. Now it's wait a second. It's all about legacy. I was searching Google. And I still haven't figured out how do you unburn a jersey. Um, how do you unburn a jersey, <laughs> Jose? You, you buy a new one. Well, is he switching numbers? Is he going back to the twenty-three, or is he coming with the six? It, he's got to be six. You know why? You have to file for a number change 
before the end of the season. And the last time he was a free agent, he filed for the number change from 23 to 6, like in March. And and, and it's because of, you know, the lead time and printing yeah, the well, jerseys. Well, there you go. So now you, you rock the six jersey. Grant, are you going to burn your jersey or no? Your Heat LeBron jersey? No, nah, man. There's no reason to burn a LeBron jersey. I still have my old Shaq jersey for him. Would you, would you wear it? That's would you happens. wear your These LeBron jersey? come in. I'll wear it at some rings. point. Well, you know, once he, once he leaves the league, once they're not a competitor... Then yeah, the LeBron jersey will come back out. But in the meantime, uh, you know he's on the wrong team. And it I'm is just what it shocked is. that there's not just outrage. I mean, you know, what does that uh, have to say about the fan base? They just this don't is, care. This, uh, I think no, it's, it's something to be proud of. I think you know yeah. we're not we're not victims. We're not going to sulk over this. You know we have bigger and better things to worry about. <clears throat> and you know I, I think it's I as a Miami fan, I'm actually uh, for once I'm proud of the way the the Miami fans have reacted to this. Well, I think the media has really worked hard to try and trump up a Miami rejects LeBron uh, storyline. And, yeah, it's true. Um, there was, you know, a little bit of defacement of the, the mural in Midtown Miami. For those of you who would and like some, to check some, that out. Some guy wrote over that, though. Right, thanks, thank you. Some, yeah. Right, thank you. Yeah, I, actually, the, the artist himself went out and worked on restoring really? that mural. Yes, it was on Channel 10 News. Um, but if you want to check that out, it's at, at Northeast 29th Street. Uh, in between Miami Avenue and Midtown Boulevard, and and it's actually right next to where they're proposing the Midtown Walmart that we've been fighting at www.nowalmartandmidtown.com no forever. Um, but it's it's right there, and you can drive up and you can check it out. Um, I, honestly, I think that it's also a product of the Miami Heat having an amazing franchise. And I want you to think about this. Uh, okay. Okay. Sell me. Okay. How many? championship rounds have the Miami Heat been in in the last eight years? Rounds? How many how many chances like at me the title? As a Jet fan, how many rounds? How many okay, okay. How many chances have the Heat had at a title in the last eight years? Well theoretically we've had eight. Uh, well, eight okay, chances. okay, but but I mean if you're an NBA team you have how a many ch- how many finals opportunities have we had? How many finals appearances? Five? Yeah. Five out of eight. That ain't half bad. Yeah, that's yeah, Heat well, Nation in a nutshell. It ain't how many has LeBron small, had in the last eight years? Right He's now. had the same amount in the last eight years, right? LeBron. Yeah, LeBron's had the same that's amount. That's true. So and, I mean, is it LeBron or is it the Heat? No, what is it? Who has? Well, 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 in the last eight years, hold on. When, yeah, well, when did LeBron came, last go to the finals? The very year that Pat Riley arrived here, the very year he arrived here, we had a contending franchise. The year that he got here, he immediately started making deals, and he put us on the map, a team that was nothing before he got here. So I think I think it's a testament to Riley and the organization. Yeah, I think I, I, think I it's, love Riley. I want to go on record as saying I think he's the best executive of all time, and I'm not – I'm a Heat hater, and I well, love Riley. Well, he's smart, man. He left New York. He knew that that franchise was going nowhere, and look where they went after he left. That's what LeBron's going to be saying in three years. <laughs> That's right. He's going to go nowhere. <laughs> so what are, what are the Heat no, going to do to recover from this? Yeah. What's what's the plan here? Okay. Luel so, Dang? so here's plan Bosch to plan five years. Plan uh, B as in Bosch. Please. Okay. All right. Now you'll be the new Raptors. <laughs> the new Raptors. Yeah. Chris Bosch is your focal point, like the Raptors were. Does that mean we have to pay in can dollars and we have to sing O Canada before all that? Absolutely. <laughs> would anyone notice? Probably not. I, I would not call us the new Raptors. I think we're a little bit better than new Raptors. Do you? Yes. Well, who else is there? Who? I mean, Dwayne besides. Wade? Yeah. You know what? Chris Bosch said it in the AP interview he gave to Tim Reynolds. He said, we've got a lot of chemistry, 
and that counts for something, and it does. Right. Okay, when you have a team that's been together intentionally, not a team that you signed to, to a bunch of bad contracts so bad nobody wants to take J.R. Smith, no, today's Andrea not Bargnani, about the Knicks. We're talking about uh, Stoudemire. We'll get to the Knicks. And, we'll and your collection of Spanish point guards. At the end of the day, look. <laughs> but we but it's like our... when you have a, co- a collection of guys that you actually want to be there, and not only that, they want to be here. It's family. Well, but it who's actually family. left? Who's actually left? The on Papa the Bear right left now? the family, dude. The, now we don't know where Ray Allen is going to go or what he's going to do. He said publicly that he would follow LeBron, but he also bought a twelve million dollar house here, so there's a good chance that he could stay here for another year or possibly two. Bunch of one year deals for Ray Allen moving forward. He's um, going to be thirty nine yeah. this year or next year. Thirty nine. There's only so much juice left in the Shuttlesworth, dude. <laughs> I agree. And and even uh, Pat Riley said that he we'd asked a little bit too much of him this year yeah. in his 45 minute press. James conference. Jones. I think I think LeBron had um I think he had some beefs with the way Spolstra's uh coaching. I think it had something to do with him leaving. The uh, fact that he left almost like it felt like he was leaving no matter what was happening. He didn't meet the coach, right? Dan Gilbert, and he still left. Then why? Tell me why. Why? Again, again, I'm telling you that it wasn't a basketball decision from what anybody can tell. It's a pure PR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I mean, that? listen, when wifey says, I want to go, it's tough. Look at look at uh, Nick Satan. You know, Osama bin Satan, uh, Saban. <laughs> he was uh, the coach of the Dolphins. He had the same thing. Wifey said, I don't want to do this anymore. You can't I want out of too. my Come on, man. I- I, I tend to agree with drastic and the New York contingent here. I I hate to say, but I th- I think that it, there was there was uh, a basketball analysis that took place there, and I think he saw a team that you know maybe they're they're certainly not guaranteed to win the title anytime soon, but it's a team on the rise versus a team here in Miami that he probably saw as being in decline. Yeah, the, these guys are on the back nine. They've Ray got Allen. young players. They've got picks. They've got options to make trades. Uh, and then you know they wound up with uh, you know as much salary cap space as we as we have, uh, and uh, and sealed the deal. Now let, let's do and this. And he can go home. I mean that was part of it. But I think this whole story about I'm doing this solely because I want to return home. I think nah, that's nonsense. nonsense. That's just that's okay. Just one let's, exa- very exaggerated part of it. Let's take a really short break. I'm going to give out the phone number three zero five five four one two three five zero. Again three zero five five four one two three five zero. This is the only in Miami show. We'll be right back discussing someone. LeBron. 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 <laughs> Staring in the face of poverty Is that insanity or vanity? I think it's nothing but the power of the mind Believe she put it in me Because I live on my dreams I get my fantasies wings One day I'm gonna be king I'm gonna make that woman so proud of her son I know you heard about change It's gonna come One question, will you be there? Will you be there? I'll be there with my hands held high in the air Like a champion Cause I'm the man to win Never fold my cards Focus my mind and don't take my eyes Off the prize 
Welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find me online at Grant Stern, and we're here with Drastic Fanatic. He's at Drastic Fanatic on Twitter. And the website for our show is www.onlyinmiamishow.com, where you can find our podcasts. You can find us on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Pinterest. We're on Foursquare. (laughs) We're on anything you want, man. Uh, Okay, so we're talking about... We started talking about the Heat, and we swerved over to the Cavs. So let's go to the Cavs here. Yep. And I'm going to point something out that nobody's talking about. What's that? LeBron just went from playing 11 games per year against the Central Division to now playing roughly 24 games a year. That's about right, huh? You you, you play roughly six times against the four teams that you see. Okay. Right. So now what, he has Bulls more? Okay, the four other teams Bulls, in that Pacers, division, Bulls, Pistons. Pacers, Pistons, and Bucks. Perfect. Larry Sanders, seven foot three reach, one of the premier shot blockers in, in the NBA. Joachim Noah, premier shot blocker. And Paul Gasol now. And Paul Gasol. Uh, uh, Hibbert and David West. And who does he have backing him up at center and power forward? Anderson Varejao and Tristan, Tristan Thompson. Thompson. Twisty, Twisty. And right. Bennett. And uh, Oh, and Bennett. And then, I can't, can't label him a And then, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, Bennett did average, what, two points a game last year in his 26 games, okay. something like that? And then he had 28 interceptions his and, rookie and, year, too. Right. And then the Pistons have Josh Smith as his primary defender, and they've got Drummond, Greg, and, and Greg probably Monroe. they're going to re- re-sign Monroe as a big So, what, LeBron's going to get beat up yeah. next year, you're saying? A lot of jump shots, you're saying, right? Beat up <laughs> next year. I don't think LeBron is going to even see the rim next year. Oh, boy. I mean, th- don't you think that's got to impact his efficiency? I think they have a great coach now, um, the guy out of Tel Aviv who they have, uh, Black. and uh, he's Yeah, any find guy one. that can coach Israelis has to be good, <laughs> but still. <laughs> I, wonder, I, I do wonder how his game's going to – is he going to go back to, you know, scorer LeBron? Is he going to be facilitator? Is, he, you know, is Kyrie Irving going to still score 20 points a game? A lot, a lot well, of guys want to Kyrie's going to have to change up his game a little bit yeah. because he has to be more of a pass for his point guard now. Uh, he does. And, and let's think about this. LeBron had, I think, 18 wins above replacement player last, uh, uh, last year. Now, that's a, an advanced basketball statistic that measures – uh, basically, uh, be- like, how much better are you than a corpse? <laughs> like, I mean, that's the best description, right? <laughs> Wins above replacement player. Um, and, and they won 33 games last year, the the Cavs. But, but, well, they but, had a lot of injuries, too. A lot of injuries and a lot of chemistry problems. I mean, do you agree that you know, over under Cavs wins or Heat wins next year? Who do you think is going to have more wins, the Heat or the Cavs? Well, the Heat won 54 games. With LeBron, just ask Vegas; they'll tell you the answer. <laughs> Cavaliers no, are more, the more wins. to win the oh, NBA oh, championship. Oh, of course, Ve- Vegas isn't. Uh, they have no bias whatsoever. By the way, if you want to call in and comment, question, concern, three zero five five four one two three five zero. Vegas, Vegas thinks with uh, with their mind, not with their heart, dude. Yes, and their mind says they're going to get a lot of suckers betting on the Cavs to oh, win absolutely. it all at four to one. I saw because the a, odds seem really good over the week um, before he made the announcement, though. The Sharpies were out there in Vegas putting the, the early money in, the smart money, on the Cavs to win when they went off at like 35 or 40 to 1. They said there was a huge amount of bets that came in out in Vegas like a couple of days before the uh, decision part due. That's probably when you knew he was going to leave. That's when the Sharpies were on it. Okay, but I mean, I'm still saying, actually, okay, let's see. Last year he had 15.9 win shares. Now his best season he had uh, 20.3 win shares. 
And that's basically they the they take a, this is a different stat that takes everything that someone does and breaks it down into how many wins did each individual contribute to their team. Okay. So last year he had fifteen point nine win shares, which is his let's say it's middle of the pack. He's played eleven seasons. That would be like his right in the middle, fifth, sixth lowest. So it's kind of average, let's say. So if if the Cavs win forty nine games, that puts them in. Maybe I think they three win or more. Than I think they win more than forty nine games with the best player on the. I mean, last year he was the best player on the planet. Now we're worried about him getting fouled. I mean, he he's going to take them. He's going to do exactly to the Cavs what he did in Miami. They'll win a championship in the next three years. So you mean the other teams in the division, including Stan Van Gundy coaching these three six foot nine and up guys on the front Jay line? Kid. No, no, Jay Kid. <laughs> I, don't, now, I don't think you know, we laugh, but but we all know that Jay Kid did do a great job in the regular season with what he had. Yeah, uh, they they beat the Heat four times with length and athleticism and constant. You know, they basically played a Jordan rules against LeBron, but. Uh, do you think that those teams aren't going to look at what the Spurs did this past year and say this is the book? Or do you think that the book isn't written on LeBron yet? <laughs> what, no. turn, knock the AC out and uh, get the temperature up to 103 degrees? Well, that, I think that's the best way to stop him. What about you, Jose? I don't know. I think if if, if you're going to write a book based on what the Spurs did, it's really a book on how basketball should be played, period. You know, I think teams, um, you know, if they haven't, if they weren't emu- trying to emulate that already, they're going to be. Well, besides you can't emulate Popovich and the Spurs, though, you could try all you want. There's only one. There's only one real thing, baby. Many of these teams have incompetent air conditioning personnel. <laughs> but but seriously, um, if you look at what Popovich did, he said, "Look, we've got to make a choice here. We can shut down LeBron, but his teammates are going to run wild. Or we can shut down his team teammates and." Let LeBron run wild. And, I mean, they didn't let him run totally wild. Right, but but I, Boris I mean, Diaw did a great job defending him. You let Andrew Wiggins run wild and Kyrie Irving run wild? That's that's a little scarier than a broken-down Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh who really can't create his own shot. Andrew I mean, Rig- uh, 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 Irving ran wild all last year, and he was an all-star. He won the all-star well, had, MVP, and they got 33 injury. wins. Well, LeBron's worth 15, right? So... How many? So, how many's so, Wiggins worth? And the new coach? And I mean, well, I, I think they're going to win more we than don't fifty know what games. Wiggins and a healthy Irving. Irving was—he uh, missed a lot of time yeah, last he did. year. And also, you know, the Cavs aren't done dealing, right? I mean, they still have—they yeah, still, they're still talking about getting Love. I mean, you know, is it Monroe still out there available that they could, you know, they could well, wind no, up getting no, taking they, a big man from out. the Pistons? Huh? See, the, the the Celtics hooked him up with that trade. Oh yeah, they did. We owe them one big time. Now the best part is the Cleveland has Miami's pick next year on top of it. Right. But it's top ten protected. <laughs> Why didn't we get I want to talk about this for you a minute. Have to we, you know, we gave that. up we gave up picks to get LeBron as a free agent. Um why why couldn't we have gotten picks back? That's a great question. Would have been uh, nice. And and it all goes down to bird rights. And we've talked about the bird <laughs> rights here before. Um you resigned the bird rights. Yeah. Bird we, man. That's what we re we resigned the bird rights. That's right. But no. He's um, done. So our, our contractual rights to sign him over the cap, uh, we did. We paid a huge price. We gave a bunch of picks to uh, yeah. Cleveland, which they parlayed into their current hall of bums and <laughs> draft busts and one guy. a great roster. <laughs> great. Balanced roster. All number one overall picks. <laughs> that was lucky. Maybe they can pick up Greg Oden. They can start five number oh. one picks. Wow. 
I mean, seriously, Odin's, Odin's it's nothing to laugh at. Too. I mean, having that many number one picks, you know, guys that could develop, guys that you can use, you know, maybe I guess what you're saying is that they can't. These guys aren't going to be able to coexist or something. But the, you know, you can always you, you have trade you have trade chips at the very least. You pointed out they. I don't think these alpha dogs are going to coexist well at all. In fact, the Cavs are kind of like that meth head that keeps winning the lottery and then spending all the money on meth and coming back and playing again. <laughs> And and it's like they keep hitting each time, so like life is great, <laughs> life is great. But all they're really good at is winning a lottery. How come how come the Alpha Dogs were able to coexist in here in Miami because of Eric Spolster? You want to tell me? Uh, you know what? Eric Spolster is the tip of the spear, and he's that pointy tip. Come on, but man. but we have Ron Rothstein, Keith yeah, Baskins, I think we have an organization. Juwan that... Howard, Alonzo Mourning. Yeah. Coach McAdoo, a Hall of Famer, one of the top 50 players in, in NBA history in the first 50 years, all on the bench. And every single one of those guys, the the lowest time of service on the Heat bench, it's like five or seven years. I mean, yeah. most of these guys have been here. And you 10, had three guys, and you had three years. guys that made a deal with each other. Three guys that at the time, you know, they made a deal and they agreed to coexist and they kind of figured it out amongst themselves. Yeah, they had no choice in the matter. After what they pulled off with the dancing and the smoke and the whole to do, they needed yeah, to do it no matter. They, but the, I mean, the deal they, was already done by then. I mean, I, I agree that was you know probably a little foolish. But you know when you have when you when you have cameras following you around any everywhere, you're going to do plenty of things that are foolish. Well, I mean, they stuck with it though, and it's because the deal was between the players first. That's really important. The deal was between the players first. Dwayne Wade is yes. really responsible for that, correct? Not Pat Riley. Dwayne Wade and you know the the Olympic experience. And there's there's history Dwayne Wade there. opened the deal. He brought them together, and then Pat Riley closed it. Right. Yeah. Couldn't I close mean, it this time though. Could not close it a second time. But you know, that's life, man. I mean, and, Pat any shot of Pat getting out of town after the? Uh, just well, saying, I've had the, enough. I've done it twice. I'm not going to try to rebuild. That, a I third think that's time. coming soon. I think it's coming. You know, I don't know about yeah. you know, I don't know about any week or month. Now. I think within the next year or two, you're probably going to see him. You know, distancing nah, himself listen, or or leaving. Pat, he's Pat not up is for he's not owner. up to he's not up for rebuilding. This Make sure you leave the fax again. machine line open, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, Pat's a part owner of the Miami Heat. He's not just some employee toting a lunch bucket. And there's no uh, genius owner like uh, you know Jimmy Dolan sitting back and, and yeah, but he'll be out. he'll be a silent uh, you, you partner there, in a couple of years, you know, or just maybe a consultant, right? A guy that just, you know, chimes a consigliere. in. Maybe, maybe a, three or four or five years, who knows? I mean, you have to realize with a team like the Heat, with an organization like the Heat, Pat is not doing the heavy lifting. You don't think so? No, he's not scouting every I think he is player. the organization, Pat Riley. I think without him, it's it's who's I mean, it's kind of headless. You see, it, well, of well, course, Irish I mean, is a silent owner. We have a, well, we have a pretty well, good owner, too, though. Of course, he's the head yeah, of he, the organization, so of course, he's the right, without yeah, him. He signs the checks. And what yeah, else he's, he's not an out-in-the-media uh, type of guy or, you know, Look, Pat perceived. did that on purpose. He stayed out of the media because he didn't want to get into a situation where there's the he said, she said all the time. He didn't want to overshadow his coach. He didn't want to overshadow his players. It was wise. He didn't and want it that, right? Because when he first got here, right, he had those kind of problems with like Van Gundy. You have to get out of the way. You're still Pat Riley, and especially if you're going to bring a young, unproven guy like Eric Spolster in, you really got to stand clear and let him do his thing. That's right. So he did the right thing in that regard. Well, he had to. If he doesn't, all of a sudden it's all speculation, and you know people think the the wrong thing. We have a caller. And by the way, we're taking your calls, 305-541-2350. Caller, you're on the line. Name and city. How you doing? It's Steve from the Car Phone. I got a question for directed to Darren. Um, 
I'm curious what you think, uh, how you think uh, Carmelo will adapt to the triangle offense. And uh, if possible, my son's a huge Randy Savage fan, so if you could possibly give the answer in Macho Man's voice, he'd really Come on, Drastic. Give us a Macho <laughs> shout-out. Oh, yeah. Step into a Slim Jim. <laughs> well, you know, Mean Gene, yeah. <laughs> Carmelo is going to adapt, right? He's going to go from an ISO player to a triangular player. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you actually attempted that, but good. Good for you. <laughs> well done, sir. Well done, Mr. Drastic Fanatic. Now, I love it. Listen, you know, I, I think that the the if they got Rubio on the Knicks, their roster would be so much more balanced having three shoot first, no defense power forwards, and three Spanish point guards. Right? Well, I like the Spanish point guard part. I'm half Spanish, so, you know. I still want the good half, right? Well, yeah. Half. I mean, as long as the point One... guards play awesome like the Spanish soccer team, the Knicks will go a long way. All right, Grant. Take it easy. <laughs> hey, they won a lot of championships way back in, you know, a couple of years ago. Speaking of which, so uh, I think I think um, it's going to take a little while, though. Honestly, to get back to the question, it's going to take a little getting used to for Carmelo in the triangle. Really? Do you mean yeah, he's going to have to he's, pass he's, the ball? He's, yeah, basically, he's uh, <laughs> an old dog who's going to try to learn some new tricks. I mean, Wait, it's, uh, and thanks for calling, caller. By the way, it's three zero five five four one two three five zero. You can call in, give us your questions, comments, concerns, thoughts. Uh, Ask Drastic to do some Macho Man snapping. <laughs> Put him down one, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, he's gonna have to move without the ball. Is is Melo allergic to that or what? Nah, he'll move. He'll move without the ball. Look, last year he really did. He showed me a new side of himself, right? When everyone was hurt, and he got called upon to hit the glass and just be in a, more of an all-around type of player. He stepped up in that role. How many he, wins did that translate into? Look. To, how many playoff wins? Zero. How many playoff appearances? He had no supporting cast. Zero. But when he, he, he had a supporting Dwayne cast, Wade and Chris Bosh with him. But right. when he had a supporting he didn't cast, join the Super Friends. That's right. He should have joined the Super Friends. Who, who, who has more wins next year, the Knicks or the Heat? Easily the Heat. Easily. Oh. Let's go around let's, the let, room. Let's oh, guess oh, how this is going to go. I don't Jose know. I like the Heat. I'm going to say the Heat. Just throw it. Fanatic. Out. Knicks. Really? How yeah. many? Okay. What's your over under? Uh, forty-eight and a half. Okay, so you think the Knicks are going to win more than 48 and a half games? Yeah. Okay, Tuan. Well, it's not all said and done. Let's see yeah, what other I think moves they, are I think they sleeve. can win 48, 49 games next year. If they break 50, it's a great year. Jose El Rey? I, I don't know. I can't comment on this. <laughs> I, you know, I know very little about the Knicks. Whatever he said. Okay, I, I, I was actually reading some studious uh, scientific research about this. Oh, boy. And the range that the computers see with your current Nick roster yeah. is somewhere between... 31 and 40 wins. Okay. okay. What about the Heat? What are they? Or do you have to wait until they redo it after Tuesday? I, I did not. Or wait, do you actually have the... a team? Do they have a team? Who's on yeah, their team? Yeah, we again? have a team. Okay, Chris so Anderson let's, let's go over that. The Heat Look, have signed a lot of people. Now, they, they did something that should have made any New York Knicks fan proud. They created cap space. Oh. Lots and lots of record cap space. And thus far, they've signed, and I'm just going to list them Mario Chalmers. Uh, Dwayne and, and UD are... You got Mario back? Mario oh, oh, is awesome. Listen, <laughs> how many rings does Mario oh. Chalmers have? Uh, ask, me, <laughs> ask me how many rings uh, Who's the Dion Waiters is going to have in three yeah, years. Right. 
None. He's probably yeah, not going to okay. be on the team. Not I as mean, many as on. Mario did. <laughs> well, the good thing is the expectations okay, so we, are going to be low. So oh, if you know, if 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 they make the playoffs, I think people you know might be surprised and maybe even pleased. You think okay, if, so, if Dwayne so Wade so and Chris Bosh are back, you shouldn't make the playoffs. Those are two oh, pretty. Well, we're we're not just going to make the playoffs. I oh. would say that the round, Heat's floor, the floor for the Heat is is the conference semis. Okay, but but most likely conference finals, very likely. Wow. Wow. Very this, likely. Wow. Somebody this, left some leftover Kool-Aid in the... Uh, <laughs> well, okay, they're re-signing Bird. Maybe, maybe I should just speak for myself. I mean, the standards are low, at least for me, because I don't I don't particularly like these moves, really. I mean, I think... I think You don't like McBob. No, so we were talking about... Hold on. We signed... Uh, the Heat signed... Josh Rio, Rio. Uh, Josh McRoberts. Birdman. Birdman. Danny, Danny Granger. Granger Luol Deng, okay. who is the per- poor man's LeBron. In 2003, when LeBron <laughs> and Luol Deng LeBron, were both dude. prep prospects in high school, they were one and two. We're, we're now comparing LeBron got, James to Luol Deng. I, I read that, we're talking I read about six has, points uh, per game more. That's about it. I read six that points. A couple of, I mean, listen, Luol Deng is not going to rock the rim. He's not going to put the butts in He's very injury prone too. He's got he's fifth on the list of most minutes played of any player in the last five years. You know, and he's already had some injuries. That's the big worry yeah, there. But, yeah, he's healthy. And, you know. LeBron is number one by a long yeah, shot. Right. But you should get eighty-two games between Granger, Wade, and uh, Luol Deng. You should muster eighty-two games between the three of them. Well, we've got James Enos, who people are now just starting to begin, you know, realize exists. Going down to the D League already. We're going to the D League. No, D-League. man, he. Hey, he led his team to the Australian Basketball oh, League right. Championship. Not the League. Something else. Okay, he finished third in their MVP voting, and he was just against the Nets. Now, obviously, they're playing a lot of games, but against the Nets, he went eight for nine in summer league play from downtown. Scored twenty nine points. Cole Adjert scored thirty points, fifteen rebounds on the Knicks. He won't be on the team next year. Yeah, well, I mean, anybody <laughs> could do that against the Knicks. No, especially on, the Knicks. on the Knicks. Oh, on the Knicks. Thirty points, fifteen rebounds, four blocks. Your savior. Crazy. Yeah. He probably won't even get two Cold minutes a game. Aldridge, huh? Yeah. No, summer league. You know, it's hard to read into summer league. Is the point of that? I guess. No, uh, it, it is hard to read into it. But this guy Enos, they they sent away knowing that he'd come back this year. He's part of our reinforcements. He's one of the young guys that the Heat are bringing in to you know play the game to add one, some energy. One thing I like about all this LeBron leaving is that now you actually have a chance to see some young players come in. I, as a fan it's interesting to me to see what a guy like Enos can do, what a guy like Hamilton can do. Actually see them play extended minutes and okay, maybe your team your team isn't going to win the title, but it makes it interesting to me at least as a fan just to see a team sort of develop, grow, you know, put pieces together little by little. Well, I'm I'm far more interested in seeing a guy like Enos or maybe Shabazz Napier than Justin Hamilton, who I'm not a big believer in. I was just throwing yet. him out there as an example. Thank God yeah, they got LeBron's LeBron's boy, though. He was pushing hard for him, Shabazz, right? Yeah, you know, Shabazz, yeah, this, wait, Shabazz unfollowed for LeBron him, right? on Twitter Did he? and deleted all of his tweets to LeBron, That's too. That's pretty cool. I like decision. that. I like yeah, that. I mean, he's, he's a tough guy. <laughs> uh, he's going to actually play probably a two-guard. I think he's just going to play too. He'll back up Dwayne Wade. Yeah. You think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll use him as an outside shooter. And what, keep Tony Douglas and Mario at the point? Yeah. I don't think Tony Douglas is coming back. They, you know, they wanted to move T. Doug just to to get Joel Anthony's contract off the books and get a trade exception. What's going on with Cole? You wish you had one of my Spanish point guards, dude. (laughs) Cole Cole is under contract next year. Uh, He's. He's going to be a restricted free agent after next year. 
you know, he had a this was his he it definitely he had a sophomore jinx in his third year. I mean, uh -huh. it wasn't it wasn't a great year for so junior jinx. Junior jinx. And uh but he'll be back. I mean, he's got a whole year to redeem himself. You know? You know I mean, it's You know whose time. time it is to shine. Who? Your boy. Mike Beasley. That's it. It's certainly time. could paging be. Mike Beasley. All, all the grooming yeah, is, of Mike is Beasley is going to come to fruition. Is he still on the contract? Coming, but is he coming back? Uh, we don't know yet. Greg he, Oden? Yeah, no. I think Greg Oden probably has seen his last day as a Eddie Curry coming he, back? 10-day contract? <laughs> yeah, we could bring Curry back. I always liked it's a little curry. about to get like that in Miami, folks. A little yeah. rice, a little curry. Can't wait to get my cheap lower-level tickets. ring. Now think get about Groupon this. Seats. Groupon heat tickets next think, year or what? Think about no, you're not going to see Groupon. <laughs> think about this phrase: World Champion Eddie Curry. Never happened with the Knicks. We're going to take a really short break, and we're taking your calls: 305-541-2350, 541-2350. This is the only in Miami show, and I'm your host Grant Stern. We'll be right back in just a minute. This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find me on Twitter, at Grant Stern, and you can check out our show blog at www.onlyinmiamishow.com. And all of these podcasts are posted there, as well as heatfanclub.com. And you can check out heatfanclub.com for all sorts of heat information, articles, and whatnot. Tuan, talk and to me tidbits. here. You had a question at the break. Yeah, I was just wondering if the uh, the Heat are still going to be the hot ticket that they've been the last four years, or we're going back to you know six thousand people on a Tuesday night when Charlotte's in town. Well, fortunately, Charlotte's got a slightly better team, so I hope people turn out to you know see them five times this year or whatever. <laughs> um, but you know, most Heat season ticket holders, uh, the committed bunch, signed on for three years before last season so like a year and a half ago okay um we, what about the tv deal too that was probably they just signed that 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 was signed a year and a half ago so, as well. huge bump so that yeah. means you're you're obligated for the next two seasons to buy tickets right so or they're going to come after you legally something like that Ding your credit. <laughs> uh, i don't know about dinging my credit i like to just pay them and take care of it but um yeah it's two a three-year deal and the deal that they made for those of us who signed on for three years, including myself as a Heat season ticket holder, is that you pay the same price as your season ticket for all of the playoffs until the finals, and then you get a vast reduction in ticket price compared to box office for the finals. So That worked out this year for you. But mm -hmm. at, at least you got a little value And, and in it. prior years, too. I mean, I've always been on the, the deep loyalty program. Which the Heat, uh, you know, they didn't sell every single ticket as a season ticket like the Shaq era. During the Shaq era, they literally sold out the season tickets and dropped the mic and walked away. They fired the sales team. They hired yeah. a few retention folks. And when the Shaq experiment went south, 
it actually caused a lot of problems. By the way, we're taking calls, 305-541-2350. we got another 10 minutes here. Um, so um, when you sign out for those three years, right, mm-hmm. was there any kind of like insurance clause or something, like when you buy an airline ticket? Yes, there was. It's called <laughs> Patrick Riley. Okay, Pat Riley went out and re-signed most of the team, added the, the second-best option, added uh, Josh McRoberts. I think he's going to pay dividends. People don't realize this is a guy who's six foot ten, shot 36% from downtown, and averaged four assists per game. That's as good as, like, a, a, Yon, a, a, a Yakim Noah for a big-man passer. I mean, the guy is very versatile. People are saying he's a poor man's Boris Diaw. But look at what Boris Diaw did in Charlotte versus uh, what he did in probably more of a rich man's Spurs. Adam Morrison type of thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's got a better hairdo, thank goodness. Well, they, but, both, they both got the rubber bands, uh, berets, like Mark Sanchez style, right? Don't they all have that going for them? There is nobody Obligatory with Mark Sanchez, Mark Sanchez, Sanchez reference. <laughs> <laughs> there is nobody with Mark Sanchez's style on the heat, thank yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, no, but McRoberts, I think, has the potential to blossom into a guy kind of like UD. Um, but, you know, he's 27. He went to Duke. He's a player, man. He's a good defender. Those Duke guys always pan out in the NBA, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Look at JJ Redick. It took a while. It's looking and, a long and it's, while. Yeah. Carlos <laughs> Boozer is about to get amnestied. And uh, that's probably where the list ends, though, for you, Elton Dukies. Brand. Well, Elton do brand. you think that Boozer comes to Miami? I mean, he has a, a, a condo at the bathhouse. In, on Millionaire's Row. Do you Miami want him Beach. is the question. You don't want that That is a good guy. question. Uh, At the minimum salary, I think no, anybody no wants minimum. him. No. I, you know, the big question is how, how do the Heat replace LeBron's production? I just don't see James any Jones. scenario James where it's any, the level of basketball that you guys have enjoyed for the past four years is, you know, that's a thing of the past. I think LeBron facilitated uh, all of that. You know, I totally the agree. The defense and the you offense. Can, you know. Of course, yes, of course. Look, of the course Heat played some of the most beautiful basketball I've ever seen, period. I really can't name another team besides maybe Showtime. How about the Spurs? How about the Spurs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Only too. in the finals, okay? They, they, no, had, they had a great the best finals, record all but... year. I mean, doing the same thing. I mean, you're one Ray Allen chuck away from, you know, the Spurs winning two the last two years. I mean, let's, uh, let's face we're, it. We're one Tony Parker chuck away from that game Sixth shot being the, You're the one cowie free throw away from being down two games. <laughs> We're one HVAC away from the Heat being up 2 0 going HVAC. into two games in Miami oh, this you year, can't too. Hold on to that. I mean, come on, man. Oh, seriously. <laughs> right. Talk about something that's very, very you guys are one, unsportsmanlike. One uh, John Starks make for being uh, champions yourselves. Yeah. So I'm giving, you know, we'll give <laughs> you guys a friendly the truth. reminder. The, the Knicks one, are one. Literally. Or even the Knicks are one. That one's on Pat Riley, by relevant. the way. Yeah, Pat Riley didn't take him out. And pull him Rat. out. Rat. What's, what's that they say? It's a make or miss league? Yeah, well, a whole lot of misses in 94. So uh, going back to, to LBJ, do you think that this means LeBron's absorbed so much punishment that he sees this as the end of his career? I mean, he took a two-year deal. He could have said, give me four with a two-year out. He said, give me two. I don't see. I don't. We've talked about this before, Grant. I don't see that being his thinking at all. He doesn't think this is, you know, he's one of the great players in NBA history. He wants to win more titles. That's his goal. You, know? you, don't, you don't think you he's might seen think his own ridic- mortality? You, what? Do he's I think- not invincible anymore. He's turning 30. He's turning 30. And Nine days ago. Do you ago. want to be the guy who's just known as a mercenary who just signs out wherever it's, you know, it's hot at the time and then go try to win there? Well, that's Maybe what he's doing with Cleveland. NBA, but that's what the whole new NBA is all about. Look, you know, back in the 90s where men were men, they didn't have any of this stuff, right? They didn't even talk to each other. 
Right. There Jordan was real, didn't talk to there Ewing. Was real and back in the so 90s, did. they could openly beat the everlasting you-know-what out yeah, of each other. Yeah, that was other. great. And That's when yeah. Knicks Heat were like, when we used to beat the Heat every year and just beat them and beat them. Those were, that was fun basketball days. Yeah, it was, but I mean, you know, I love watching the, the fight between like Chris Kenny Child Smith and, and Charles Barkley or Charles Barkley and Shaq. I mean, come on, man. When, when you watch all those like those famous fights, or what was it, Doc Rivers and KJ? Yeah. And they, they didn't even talk to each other now. until the Donald Sperling thing happened 25 years later. Oh, really? I, I mean, the bad blood in the old huge, NBA was, was a river, not a trickle, a river. Yeah. Now, between social media and between. These guys playing together, like Carmelo and LeBron, back in the 90s, they never knew who, they would never play with each other, like all these McDonald's games, all these AAU games. Now they all come together from all over the country. Braun and Melo played with each other, uh, you know, when they were in high school, when they were prep, yeah. But that kind of stuff. Yeah, but that goes on now. That didn't happen back in the 80s and 90s. Oh, that's true, yeah. Yeah. So between the social media and that, everyone's boys, (laughs) you know? So it's hard to get those kind of rivalries going now. I don't know, man. Yeah. The Heat have a pretty fierce rivalry with the Pacers. Yeah, well, now when Lance Stevenson's go somewhere, where? So where's Born Ready going to land? That's a good question. Where is, is he going to land? There's Does no, he go to Charlotte? No rumors I don't hear. You Charlotte's talking up. If, if Lance Stevenson goes to Charlotte, I'm cashing in as a Heat season ticket holder. You know those tickets will go for actually quite a bit of money. Charlotte's going to be decent this year, I think. Didn't they pick up a couple of good guys? They they are going to be decent. And then the Hornets again. So That's who's the first ear? That's great. Right. So, yeah. so great. wait a second. It, 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 when we see Lance Stevenson in Miami, whose ear does he blow in next? Does he go for Bosch? What if, yeah, what if he's on he, the heat? Does he Bosch. take out Wade? I would go what? for Bosch. <laughs> what if he's, you know, does it to Mello? <laughs> <laughs> Whose ear will be blown next? That's the biggest question in the NBA this year. NBA hot stove in full effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the World Cup. I think we've shortchanged the, the, the beautiful football. game of yes. football. So, uh, Jose, you were going to tell me, which Pope sends out the congratulations when Germany wins versus Argentina? Is, well, you know, I think, you know, the current... Do they share duties? Well, the current Pope, he's a kind man. I think he'd congratulate Germany. He'll congratulate both of them. Yeah? Uh, uh, you guys watch that Brazil versus Germany game? Yeah. Drubbing. Drubbing. Brazil, Germany? Oh, yeah, that was... Forget about it. We'll never see anything like that again in, on a soccer pitch in our lifetime, I think. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, it's goal games where you... Eight goals in a game, that's rare enough, you know, but to see, you know, Brazil... You know, a team with the stature of Brazil to take a beating like that, you know, in a semifinal of a World Cup at home. My God. They were kind of lucky to be there, though, from what I saw. The, the Argentinians no, or the Brazil, Brazil. Boy, they squeaked through some really close matches. I, you know, Chile, in particular. I thought they should have lost to Chile. Everyone says this is a great World Cup, and maybe so, but, I mean, I was thinking about it, and I think FIFA needs to do a better job of seeding the teams and putting the groups together. Uh, are they because, actually seated? How do they figure well, the, out what I, the groups are? Is it a lottery? I, I don't know exactly how, but I know that each there's there's one, I think it's one team, one team or two teams are seated per group, and then the rest is done some in some random fashion. But I just don't. I'm looking at these groups in this World Cup, and it just oh Argentina it seemed very had a, uneven, a very very soft. Group. Usually in a World Cup, you're going to have like one, maybe two so-called groups of death. This this these groups here, we had like three groups of death, and then we had three cakewalks. 
Uh, and then, you know, a couple of decent groups. And Argentina were got one of them. And, 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 yeah. and Germany and, actually and got think, the softest I think travel Brazil, schedule. And I think Brazil may have gotten another one. So yeah. they got to do a better job. I think they could they, they could take a lesson from the uh, the way the NCAA basketball uh, uh, does the tournament. Um, you know, you, you rank teams very methodically according to strength of schedule, according to a series yeah. of things, and then you put together the groups based on that because the FIFA World Rankings are nonsense. If you look at these things... Well, the, the FIFA World Rankings take into account what's happened in the prior two World Cups. Look, every, Yeah, it's whatever formula it's they're shady, using just like doesn't the make sense. FIFA. Everything's shady. Yeah, That's FIFA what I feel. is pretty damn shady. They're not going to do anything, like, you know, American style. Then It's too European for that. They probably they have their own way They thinking. probably won't, but, I mean, I think, you know, for whatever it's worth, I think they should take a close look at how they pick these teams. I Listen, I totally agree. I think that Whoever pays the most, that's who gets the good rap matchups. That's probably what really goes on. Yeah, it's I've been politics. going out FIFA the whole time. I just, you know, I FIFA like it as an American politics. mind trying to like absorb it and get into it. Like I really do. I really want to. It's just something that against my like train train of thought that I grew up like thinking. Like, show me how much time is left in the game. I want to know like for real, not when the ref <laughs> just blows the damn whistle. All right, game's over. Next period, like in camp or whatever. You know. It's well, like- I, I gotta tell you that Miami, unlike most cities, probably the only city in this country that no matter who was playing. Somebody was cheering for them. No matter who won, somebody was out in the streets. It was a pretty exciting cup. Yeah, it was. But uh, FIFA, they're they're pretty awful. See you in four. See you in four. And that's all the time we have tonight. I want to thank everybody who made it out. Jose Rey, Tuan, Drastic Fanatic, thank you so much for coming into the studio. This is the Only in Miami Show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find us online at www.onlyinmiamishow.com. And we'll be back next Monday night with Billy Corbin, Only in Miami.